Hello, this is Steve Howell, Senior Director of Industry Affairs, bringing you the Indiana Soybean Alliance Livestock Program update. I will cover the work we do with livestock partners here in Indiana. Ed Ebert will cover our programs with national groups to boost exports of meat, poultry, and eggs. We continue to work closely with livestock groups as they build out ISA-sponsored events. Given the COVID-19 requirements, these events may look a little different this year, but as of right now, many of the events will continue, so be watching for more information regarding these ISA-sponsored events as they are great opportunities to promote the soybean message. The livestock team continues to monitor zoning work in Decatur, Miami, Gibson, and Rush counties to ensure livestock receives favorable treatment. As many of you know, Paul Brennan, longtime president of the Indiana State Poultry Association, announced his retirement for October 31st of this year. The Poultry Board recently announced the hiring of Becky Yanishkan to lead the organization as their new president. Becky has held several positions within the Indiana Department of Environmental Management, most recently as branch chief, overseeing the confined feeding permitting program. Becky has shown a passion for the poultry industry over the years as she has worked closely with poultry producers on permitting as well as avian influenza planning and response. We look forward to working with Becky in her new role. Now, Ed will give us an update on the, our export programs. Thank you, Steve. Most of you are used to hearing me talk about grain markets, but in my not-so-distant past, I also had to follow livestock markets almost as closely as grain markets. Updates on the work from our international cooperators are just in for the third quarter of this year. Not surprisingly, COVID-19 has delayed some of the work that was scheduled to be completed. I will be reaching out to both USMEF and USAPEAK to get another update prior to our board meetings here at the end of August. In futures markets, October lean hogs are trading sideways in a relatively narrow range from 48 to 53 cents per pound. This is well off the contract lows set back in the middle of April due to processing issues and COVID spreading through processing plants. But the inability for this market to break out of the sideways trend to recover price levels set back in January of 2020 is a troubling sign. Live cattle futures have rebounded since the lows being put in at the end of April. October live cattle futures have risen from April lows of 70 cents per pound, closing here in the first week of August at 107. Poultry margins have recently contracted with the rebound in production that followed the onset of the pandemic, depressing current margins. As a result, egg sets and chicks placed are dropping in reaction to these margin compressions. Recently, USMEF sent information on the 2019 year about the value of corn exports and the follow-through impact on corn and soybean prices. In 2019, the value of pork exports added up to $58 million to the value of Indiana soybeans. Pork exports are an essential component to the overall value of pork processing. Differentiation of the cutout plus a ready market for the less desirable cuts here in the U.S. will find buyers from across the globe looking for the high-quality safety and USDA-inspected livestock products that we produce. From 2015 through 2019, 
one out of every eight tons of additional feed demand for soybean meal was for pork exports. Pork exports have had the same effect for corn demand, with over 2.5 million metric tons of corn being exported as, as pork in 2019. We as a staff are currently working on next year's budgets, mindful of the new strategic focus and our new strategic plan. I look forward to sharing our thoughts on our livestock programming at our upcoming board meetings. We will talk again soon.